0: Thk News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirofsky. The headlines. Residents of a Kwai Chung block enjoy a taste of freedom after a week of lockdown. But some fear they'll be shunned outside. There's a warning that reduced quarantine won't be enough to bring international business back to the SAR. And an expert in geriatric medicine calls on people not to obsess about vaccination rates in care homes. Residents of a block on the Kwai Chung Estate have been leaving their homes for the first time in a week this morning after a lockdown was lifted. People heading out of Yat Kwai House said they were looking forward to taking a walk or grabbing breakfast. However, some expressed mixed feelings.
1: I'm happy that the lockdown is over. I thought we'd be trapped during Lunar New Year. I was nervous in the past few days as I kept waiting for the test result. I'll go out less often because I'm still worried. I don't want to be quarantined again. Is really horrible even my friend said let's not meet during the lunar New Year holiday what would my employers think will they still hire me for freelance jobs I'm worried.
0: Almost 15,000 tests were carried out during the lockdown. 139 COVID cases were found. Lockdowns at two nearby blocks are due to end tomorrow. Meanwhile, officials say they found one preliminary positive case in each overnight lockdown in New Kwai Gardens in Kwai Fong and at the Sin Kwong Centre on Lung Road in Wong, Wong Tai Sin. Lockdown and testing operations at another block in Wong Tai Sin and a building in Kun Tong found no new cases. The Federation of Trade Unions has called on the government to give a seven hundred dollar day allowance to people living in blocks hit by multi-day lockdowns, as well as providing paperwork to prove they're eligible for sick leave. The group says it's received seventy calls from Kwaichunga State residents this week, with one person reporting being fired and others forced to take unpaid leave or suspended indefinitely from work. FTU lawmaker Dennis Long says people sent to the Pennies Bay quarantine camp are given certificates to claim sick leave and And the same should apply in a lockdown.
1: Because they are under the quarantine and under the medical surveillance, they hope they can go to work. But they follow the government instructions to stay at their premises to take the compulsory uh, test. So they should enjoy a document or a medical certificate for them to take the medical leave and the medical allowance.
0: A representative of local businesses has welcomed the reduction in quarantine for overseas arrivals from 21 to 14 days, which takes effect from Saturday next week. But George Cotherley, who's the vice chairman of the International Chamber of Commerce, says two weeks is still too long to encourage inbound business travelers. He told RTHK that the government needed to come up with a roadmap to quarantine-free arrivals. It will help the local business community if they want to do outbound business travel because it's then not quite so onerous coming back, but I don't think it will help the international community consider inbound business travel to Hong Kong. I think they'd have to eliminate it. Most places in the world have eliminated quarantine, so we're uncompetitive in that respect. A government advisor on the pandemic, David Hoy, has backed a move by officials to keep unvaccinated people out of more venues, adding that it will be difficult to boost jab rates without such a measure. The chief executive said yesterday that a vaccine mandate due to take effect next month would be extended to more indoor spaces. Professor Hoy says vaccine mandates have already been adopted in many places, but he warned of technical difficulties, especially on public transport.
1: I definitely agree when it comes to public health. After all, public transport is very crowded. In Hong Kong, MTR trains and buses are packed with people, so the risk is actually high. But there are some technical difficulties. If it's at MTR stations, it will still be easy because we can check them when they tap in. But when it comes to buses and minibuses, and people are rushing into the vehicles, there will be some difficulty in checking their vaccination records. I don't know how to solve this.
0: Professor Hoy also said the reduced 14-day quarantine period for arrivals from overseas would be sufficient to detect infections. An expert in geriatric medicine says people shouldn't obsess about vaccination in care homes, and officials should study why so few residents have had jams. Jin Wu from the Faculty of Medicine at the Chinese University made the comment after the government said yesterday that unvaccinated people would soon be prevented from moving into homes. Professor Wu said people living in homes wouldn't go out and spread the virus, and there was no scientific scientific evidence that the jab offered long-term protection.
1: Now these people are not going to move anywhere; they will stay in the home, um, and then a lot of them have uh, because they're frail. Their response to vaccines are muted, so you you don't really know whether they to um, the vaccine is going to create a sufficient level of protection and how long for.
0: Professor Wu also said it didn't take, it didn't make much sense to argue that the zero COVID approach should be dropped when enough people are vaccinated, as the jab does not stop transmission. If
1: the whole target for relaxing zero COVID is vaccination then that argument doesn't make sense because people who are vaccinated can get COVID. So why do we obsess about reaching 90 percent or 99 percent? If you look at all the people coming in from airports, a large majority of people who test positive have have been doubly or
0: triply vaccinated. Turning to international news, the United States has urged China to use its influence with Moscow to discourage any Russian invasion of Ukraine. U.S. State Department official, Victoria Newland said if there was a conflict in Ukraine, it wouldn't be good for China either.
1: We are calling on Beijing to use its influence with Moscow to urge diplomacy. Because if there is a conflict in Ukraine, it is not going to be good for China either. There will be a significant impact on the global economy. There will be a significant impact in the energy sphere. Um, and it will be all the harder for all of us to get back to what we should be doing, which is building back better.
0: State media reports that Foreign Minister Wang Yi told his U.S. counterpart yesterday in relation to the Ukraine situation that Russia's legitimate security concerns should be taken seriously and addressed. A doctor in Japan is reported to have been killed after being taken hostage near Tokyo. He was among a group of medical workers visiting a man who had been recently bereaved. The man taken into custody was armed with what appeared to be a hunting rifle. A group of more than 300 scientists and public health experts in Britain has said it is reckless to allow 3 billion people in the developing world to go unvaccinated against COVID. They want the British government to support moves to waive the intellectual property rights on vaccines so that developing countries can manufacture their own. The BBC's Naomi Grimley reports.
1: The 320 scientists and health experts argue in their letter to ministers that the Omicron variant is a stark warning of the dangers posed by global vaccine inequality. They're calling on ministers to support moves to waive the intellectual property rights on Covid vaccines so that developing countries can manufacture their own versions. Lord Crisp, a former head of NHS England, said vaccinating the world was the best way to keep the health service safe.
0: President Biden has confirmed that he will make an African-American woman his first nomination to the Supreme Court. Mr Biden said he would use a rigorous selection process with the decision to be, be announced by the end of February. He said the person chosen would be what he called an historic candidate worthy of her predecessor, the Liberal Justice Stephen Breyer, who is retiring. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. It's long overdue in my view. I made that commitment during the campaign for president, and I will keep that commitment. A man stopped by police in the English city of Nottingham has told officers that he had been driving with no license or insurance for more than 70 years. They said the driver, who was born in 1938, said he had been driving since he was 12 and had never before been stopped by police. In financial news, official figures from the United States suggest the economy is expanding at its fastest rate in nearly 40 years. Surging exports and an increased consumer spending fueled the growth. The BBC's Samira Hussein says it's a remarkable achievement.
1: It is pretty impressive that the economy was able to sort of shake off some of the impacts of that new Omicron virus. What I think is really also interesting is just think about where we were, you know, this time two years ago, a little less than two years ago, 18 months ago, where the U.S. economy absolutely cratered and it had shrank by 32 percent. So this is an incredible feat now that we're seeing this kind of growth here in the U.S. economy.
0: The Court of Appeal in the United States has overturned the conviction of two former traders for rigging the LIBOR interest rate, um, once among the world's most important financial benchmarks. The court in New York acquitted an American and his British colleague, and in doing so, contradicted court rulings in London, in which other traders were also jailed. More from the BBC's Andy Verity. Matt Connolly and Gavin Black are among 30 traders brought to trial by the Department of Justice in the US and the Serious Fraud Office in Britain accused of rigging interest rates. It involved traders emailing colleagues at their banks to tweak their estimates of the cost of borrowing cash to suit the bank's commercial interests. The ruling is significant because it means that what has been prosecuted as interest rate rigging in Britain and the US leading to the conviction of 11 traders is no longer regarded in the US as a crime. That leaves the British legal system as the only one to regard the trader's conduct as criminal. One of Hong Kong's most prominent travel agencies, Morning Star, has announced its closure after half a century of business. The agency announced last night that its board had passed a resolution to initiate voluntary liquidation. It didn't elaborate. The directors will meet creditors on February the 16th. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 23,588. That's 218 points down on the previous close. In sports, and we start with tennis, Hong Kong's Coleman Wong and his American partner Bruno Kuzuhara will go for glory in the boys' doubles final at the Australian Open in Melbourne this afternoon. They take on Alex Mickelson and Adolfo Daniel Vallejo in the finals at the Margaret Court Arena. 17-year-old Wong won the boys' doubles at the U.S. Open last year and claimed a doubles title in Spain earlier this month with different partners. In the main tournament, 20-time Grand Slam winner Rafael Nadal is taking on the Italian Matteo Barrettini for a place in the Sunday's men's singles finals. Nadal won the first set 6-3, and a short time ago, he was five games to two up in the second. The Spaniard is aiming to edge ahead of great rivals Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer to set a record for the most men's Grand Slam titles. The other semifinal sees the number 2 seed Daniel Medvedev taking on the fourth seed Stefanos Tsitsipas. Medvedev was asked if he could recover from having spent almost five hours on court in the last round. I've never had this experience, played some long matches, but never like four hours and never wanted to be able to play in in two days. I'm going to have to see again, you know, if we look at the best, they were able to, to do it somehow. I don't know how, but they were able to do it. Tomorrow's women's singles final has the world's number one and home favorite Ashley Barty taking on the American Danielle Collins. Both players enjoyed a comfortable semi final win. Barty is the first Australian woman to reach the final of the Australian Open since 1980. This is how she assesses her opponent for the title. Danielle's done. Uh, incredibly well here in Australia before. Um, I mean, we've played in Adelaide a couple of times. Uh, we've played on clay before. And I think the way that she's able to control the baseline and really take the game on, she's, she's one of the most fierce competitors. And it's going to be a challenge for me to try and neutralise as best that I can. But it is certainly nice to, to see her back out here playing, playing her best stuff. Now to football's World Cup qualifying in South America. Brazil are already through and they drew 1-1 away at Ecuador. Both teams had a player sent off. Uruguay bolstered their chances of automatic qualification with Luis Suarez scoring the only goal in their 1-0 win in Paraguay. Already qualified, Argentina need a winner from Lutaro Martinez to beat Chile 2-1 away. In North American and Caribbean qualifying, group leaders Canada have taken another massive step towards their first World Cup since 1986, beating Honduras 2-0 away from home. The United States, who lie second, were 1-0 winners over El Salvador. The U.S. next play Canada in Hamilton on Monday morning. Third place, Mexico scored twice in the last 10 minutes to pull off a come-from-behind victory over Jamaica in Kingston. Fifth place, Costa Rica beat fourth place, Panama 1-0. Brian Ruiz scored the only goal of the game. The top three go through automatically. And now taking a look at the weather. Uh, Mainly cloudy with one or two rain and mist patches, moderate to fresh easterly winds. The outlook mainly cloudy tomorrow and it will become cold on Sunday. It will remain cold and windy with a few rain patches uh, through the Lunar New Year's Eve and Lunar New Year's holidays. The uh, The temperature right now is 19 degrees Celsius and relative humidity 84%. And to end the news, we'll read the top stories. Once again, residents of a Kwai Chung block enjoy a taste of freedom after a week of lockdown, but some fear they'll be shunned outside. There's a warning that reduced quarantine won't be enough to bring international business back to the SAR. And an expert in geriatric medicine calls on people not to obsess about vaccination rates in care homes. And that's the news from RTHK. (music)
1: too much. Why are you so complicated? Your heart be dedicated If you knew you loved me too much Call me if you want, if you really wanna You can have my all if you really wanna Call me if you feel like you wanted more You can call me Call me if you want, if you really wanna You can have my all if you really wanna if you feel like you wanted more, you can call me. Don't keep me waiting on you. Rose into to glass, not on blue. I'm to no blame for loving too much. Yeah, I loved you too much. Built my whole life around you. Found out it wasn't that true. Yeah, I loved you too much. Call me if you wanna, if you really wanna. You can have my all if you really wanna Call me if you feel like you wanted more You can call me Call me if you want if you really wanna You can have my all if you really wanna Call me if you feel like you wanted more You can call me Have my all if you really want to Call me if you feel like you want it more You can call me Call me if you want If you really want to You can have my all if you really want to Call me if you feel like you want it more You can call me Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Usmani. If you're a dog owner, have you been out for a walk this morning? Mm, well, January, for what's left of it now, is actually National Walk Your Dog Month. So there's a bit of a poochy theme on the show today. After 1.30, I talked to Cherry Chen, a young lady who is only 12, about her tips on getting a dog if you're thinking about it. After 2 p.m., I look into a new study that reveals some interesting facts about canine cognition. And I'll be pulling out some up-and-close, up-close-and-personal things about your dog's behavior. So, hey, you know, this is a barking good show. And I'm going to avoid the puns, right? I promise you, no more puns.
0: Given the volatility of the pandemic, please get the third COVID-19 vaccination dose soon. The antibody level will drop over time after receiving a vaccine. Getting the third jab gives extra protection to guard against the virus. Most importantly, it reduces the risks of severe disease and death. The mutant strains are highly contagious. Get the first and second doses soon if you haven't done so and receive the third one on time to protect yourself and those around you. Enhanced protection. Get all three doses the national flag, the national emblem, and the national anthem. As stated in the Constitution, our national flag is a red flag with five stars. Our national emblem shows Tiananmen Gate under the